You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I feel like who art ed? Who art ed? Mr. Wood art ed me. Either way, it's ambiguous. It works on so many levels. I know. That's off to a great start. Welcome to Who Arted, where we explore visual arts in an audio medium. I'm your host, Kyle Wood, and today we're going to be talking again about arts madness. Voting for round two is underway, and before I get into this week's matches, I want to talk a little bit about some of the interesting results we saw from last week's matchups. The closest matchup seems to have been between Bisa Butler and Pablo Picasso. A lot of people might be surprised to hear that Pablo Picasso was actually knocked out in the very first round, and that was one of the closest matches we had. Um, Bisa Butler just barely edged him out with a margin of, I think, five votes. Now, the largest margin of victory by far was Stuart Semple over Marcel Duchamp. This was the biggest blowout I think I have ever seen. Interestingly, Marcel Duchamp's Fountain was voted the most influential work of the 20th century, according to a panel of critics and curators and art historians. But... The kids don't seem to like the toilet that Marcel Duchamp or someone else turned on its side and signed R. Mutt. Audiences today seem to be much more interested in the work of Stuart Semple, and Semple won by a margin of well over 900 votes. Now, shifting back to the close matches, um, one of the matches I said I was looking out for last week was the match between Frida Kahlo and her husband, Diego Rivera. And after trading back and forth with the lead all week, in the final days, Frida Kahlo did eke out a small victory. Um, She did beat her husband by 24 votes. And the final round one matchup I'm going to highlight in this episode was that between Claude Monet and Homer Simpson, two of the artists, or I guess artworks, that were really influential for me in my formative years. Claude Monet, as I've mentioned on this on this series, was the artist that first sparked my love of the arts, and Homer Simpson was the character from the Simpsons created by Matt Groening, which really helped to develop my sense of drawing, my sense of humor, really a lot of things that make me who I am today. 
In another very close contest, Homer Simpson just barely pulled out the victory. So to recap, some of the really big names that got knocked out in the first round of this year's Arts Madness Tournament would include Pablo Picasso, Jean-Michel Basquiat, Grant Wood, um, Henri Matisse, Keith Haring, one of my absolute favorites. That one hurt, I'm not going to lie. Jackson Pollock got knocked out, as did Robert Rauschenberg, Marcel Duchamp, Salvador Dali, Rembrandt got knocked out by friend of the pod, Joe Mills, and Edward Monk was voted to the dustbin of history where no one can hear him scream. Now, to highlight a few of the matchups I'm keeping a close eye on this week, um, I am hearing a lot of chatter from my students about Stuart Simple versus Marcus Bromander. Both of these seem to be tapping a little bit into the contemporary zeitgeist. Both of them are contemporary artists working in very different media, but the kids seem to be responding and debating the merits of both of them, and this one seems to be a much closer matchup than the first round. Another interesting matchup to me is Alexander Calder versus Auguste Rodin, two great sculptors working in very different ways. So it'll be interesting to see which style of sculpture our listeners favor. The early modern, Rodin being considered the father of modern sculpture, or the later modern with Alexander Calder's mobile sculpture that's much more sort of streamlined, abstract, simplified shapes suspended in midair. And the final matchup I want to highlight this week is that between Duff Goldman and Vasily Kandinsky. What I find interesting about this matchup is we're looking at two artists who engaged multiple senses. Vasily Kandinsky was famous for talking about the visual arts in musical terms. It said he likely experienced synesthesia, a combining of different senses, and so he is said to have heard colors and seen sound. And Duff Goldman is, of course, a renowned culinary artist working particularly in the medium of cake. Um, The photograph we see in this tournament is a cake he made that looks like a statue of an elephant. But I cannot tell you how many students I have overheard just completely shocked and awed by the fact that they were looking at an edible sculpture. The fact that it's a feast for the eyes as well as the mouth makes it an interesting sensory experience. So I'm curious to see which of those multimodal artists our listeners are going to choose to advance to round three. Now, you can, of course, weigh in on all of your favorite artists by voting at www.whoartedpodcast.com And of course, tell your friends, I would love to have more people joining in the fun of passing judgment on those who had the audacity to express themselves creatively. If you want to express yourself creatively or pass judgment on me for doing so, feel free to rate and review this podcast. And on a future episode, I will read the most ridiculous five-star review anybody leaves for me on their favorite podcast app if you just email it to me at whoartedpodcast at gmail.com.
This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted? If you found this tolerable, please like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week in the show notes on Twitter at WoodArtEd and on the website whoartedpodcast.com. Podcast done.